for that. Below the Yellow Line studio, it's the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. We are in our normal Below the Yellow Line studio today, joined by a very special guest over the phone. Dawson, if you would, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey everybody, I'm Dawson Cram, a driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, sorry, I'm a little bit different this time and over the phone. We actually got hit by a tornado yesterday, so so we something. Well, the important thing is that, that you're okay, and thank you for, for still coming on, even, even in the midst of, of a tornado. Um, I got a few questions for you, but I'm going to actually ask some questions first that, well, my family had a few because, you know, I told them I was doing an interview. And so, you know, of course they wanted to, they wanted to get involved, ask some questions of you. Um, but I also had some subscribers that had a few for you. So I'm going to ask the uh, subscriber questions first. Uh, so the first one is from Anthony Ennis. He asked, what was it like going so fast into the first corner uh, of your racing career? Hey Anthony, um, so my first time in a race car, I was five years old and I actually hated it so much that I quit and they ended up putting my older sister Ashley inside the car and I disliked that so much that I decided I wasn't going to quit anymore and went back to it. So I ended up growing to love it after that. I just had to get over it first. Yeah, sibling rivalry is always uh, a great motivator. Money and, and, you know, disliking your siblings seems to be uh, one thing that we're all passionate about. Um, what, uh, th- this next one is from, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, uh, Tonio Rosco. He asks simply, what is the hardest thing about NASCAR? Well, I don't know that you can break it down to just one thing, but, you know, they're there's so much competition inside of it and there's so many variables that go into it it's not just the athlete that has to be on top of their game but the car has to be perfect and everybody that is playing a part in building that car i mean the the top teams have you know a thousand people working at the shop and you know you gotta have a thousand people having a thousand things go right to be able to take home a win and beat 40 people every weekend so i'd say that's you know, the toughest part of it is how, man, how much manpower there is and how much of a team sport it truly is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we all, you, we all, you know, talk about NASCAR. We're always talking about the drivers, and you guys do, you know, so much. You're working so hard, but it, it is truly a team effort um, just to have, you know, everything go right. You know, winning a NASCAR race might be the hardest sporting thing to win just because so many things have to go right, especially uh, on, from a mechanical standpoint. Um, shout out to my aunt. She asked this next question, and just fair warning, she tends to drive a little bit more on the crazier side. I think if she wanted to, she could probably be a NASCAR driver. But she wonders, uh, how does a NASCAR driver drive his personal car? Does he drive normal or as a speed team and with a bit of road rage? And how do you turn that off when you get into a regular car? Uh, I'd say below normal. I'd say I drive pretty slow, especially... Uh... I just got a new truck that does not go fast. It goes on like 80 miles an hour on the highway. But, you know, it's it's a competition thing. You know, there's no adrenaline when you're just driving on the road. You're yeah. just driving to work or, you know, wherever to dinner. And once you get inside the race car, it just kind of turns on, especially once the green flag drops, you get a 
an adrenaline spike that you're in the zone. Yeah, I, I would, I'd imagine. Um, you know, hope I, I would hope that you know you're not pulling a a cold trickle and a rowdy burns on the way to dinner every time you get in a personal car. But I imagine you know that that uh, that feeling of maybe wanting to do that has has crept into you a couple times. Um, my sister asked, what was learning to drive as a kid like? And I wonder this especially for you because you started driving, you know, like you said, when you were little, four or five years old. When you were first trying to get your driver's license, uh, was it hard for you to kind of focus on driving a normal car and following the rules of the road? Or was that something, like you said, that you were kind of able to switch on and off? Well, I actually failed my first time because I was braking with my left foot. And oh, two foot in it, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that normal people only use one foot, but that, that was the only hard part. Yeah, well, I'm with you on failing the first time, but I eventually got it. Um, but unlike you, I, I have uh, not necessarily no desire to go fast. I just, I don't have the talent for it uh, in, in any way. Um, you did start off racing so young, though, but when did you know you really first wanted to be a race car driver in a professional capacity? When did you know this was more than something that, you know, you just liked doing as a kid to annoy your sister? <laughs> I'm not sure when I, you know, truly knew it. I always admired them. You know, my dad worked in the industry, so I've been going to races ever since I was born and, you know, kind of looked up and dreamed at it, but I don't know when I really realized that it was a reality that it could come true i guess you know about the time i was 16 and made my first truck start i realized it was you know possible to make it happen yeah um also how cool has it been you know you said you've been going races since you were born you do have you know an uncle that was a crew chief you know your dad has been a big part of your career how cool is it for it kind of to be a family business and to have family and people you're so close to connected in the industry especially to help you out when you're having a tough day at the track uh it's very special you know nascar is notorious for being one of the sports that has a family aspect to it with, you know the allisons the earnhards the petties and it's cool to have my own side of that and have family that is you know so passionate about the same thing i'm passionate about and you know really supportive of supportive of me and understands what i'm going through every weekend absolutely it's always fun when you have people you know right there and you know they do know what you're going through because they've gone through they've gone through it themselves and it's always special when you have people like that that can uh, that can help you out um what is i mean you're still pretty young you have a lot of moments i'm sure that are probably gonna top whatever you say here but what would you say is the best moment of your racing career so far <laughs> man i'm not sure i guess uh making my first truck start would probably be the biggest one and also uh you know running darlington for the first time was a big special moment because i used to go there as a kid and i got to run some really cool throwbacks at darlington so far i got to run bob keselowski's paint scheme who worked on my 41 truck so that meant a lot there's there's a lot of there's a million small moments that are big moments to me you might be the only driver that I've interviewed so far that has highlighted anything involving Darlington as a positive, and for that, I applaud you. Most drivers are terrified of it, and you know, I'm sure you probably are a little bit, but it's awesome to me to see one of my favorite tracks. You know, actually getting a praise, some praise from a driver, um, yeah. and, and naming that as one of their uh, favorite moments, favorite tracks. Um, and speaking of your favorite tracks, what would you say is your favorite track, and what would you say is your least favorite track on the schedule? I'd say that my favorite track would have to be Martinsville mm. 
And as far as least favorite, I'm not sure. There's there's a few where I've had some bad luck. I'd say that, huh? I'd say that Talladega has been the hardest on me. So I wouldn't call it my least favorite track, but it's definitely been the hardest on me. Yeah. Well, they say you know they say Tal- that Talladega curse gets a lot of people, and and hopefully uh, hopefully we can, maybe we can sneak a rabbit foot into your car next time you go out there. Maybe that helps. Seems like everybody in the field needs that at Talladega. It's just so hard to have anything go right there. Um, yeah. It seems. Um, what drivers really were, were kind of your your idols? What drivers are you big fans of growing up, and and you know, how did they kind of inspire you to be where you are today? Yeah. The the biggest fan I was was Tony Stewart and Brad Keselowski and you know Brad was very much came from the same cloth that I'm from they you know he grew up with not so much money but he had a family that was very heavily involved in racing that really wanted to push how to you know to help them get there by any means they drove their family business into the ground to get him in a seat and he just kept after until finally he made it in there and then also, I really liked his character, kind of, you know, he was going to do what he wanted to do and didn't care what anybody thought, and also was a great race car driver, and I'd say that that's, he was a big influence on me coming up. Yeah, relatability is always something that I think a lot of people look for, and, and you know, kind of the, the people they they look up to, especially in sports, you know, as, as, as younger people, so that's really cool that you have somebody like him to kind of relate to and see, you know, hey, this is what he and his family were able to do you know, we can do it too, and kind of coming from that uh, same background. Um, kind of along the same lines, um, have you had any, like, really big mentors in your career that have really helped you and, and that have really helped you kind of take that next step? Yeah, the biggest one was uh, Josh Berry, especially when I was racing late models. He was, you know, racing at Junior Motorsports. That was my first job was working on his late model with him as – you know, how I got started there was he was my driver coach in Legend Cars, and he kind of just stuck around with me as I raced, you know, late models and made my transition to, to the truck series. He had made a few truck series starts and Xfinity starts during the time around 2017, 2018, and it was very interesting because he was at a point where he wasn't sure what he was going to do either, so we, you know, we were kind of in the same boat of will this work out or not and you know fortunately he got that opportunity because he's one of the greatest drivers i've ever known and you know looking now he's gonna go be a a cup driver next year has been running a few cup races this year and won the all-star open that's massive for his first half season a cup to get a cup win but he was one of my biggest mentors especially in the late malls and now that he's in the Xfinity series I get to talk to him every week about you know what he's going through with his car and kind of bounce ideas off of him now that he's run two years in Xfinity he's very knowledgeable yeah it's awesome to have that person in the garage to go over and you're almost like a, a teammate you know it's like you have an alliance go over and ask him you know hey what's your car doing this is what my car's doing what do I need to change setup wise and also just for advice because especially for a guy like Josh who's been doing this for so long at so many different levels it's neat to have his level of of expertise on your side for sure. Uh, going from drivers that you've had some positive experiences with, I'm going to ask now, and I'm not sure, but are there any drivers that you've ever had a feud with or an altercation with out on the track? Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's some, you know, some random ones, but nothing that has really grown into anything big now. 
That's not good. in that car. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, it's funny. I, all the guys that I've interviewed so far, including you, have been really chill and tame. So I'm interested to see who the first guy is um, that I interview that's not going to be that way. It's going to say, yeah, I've had, you know, a few dozen run-ins over the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your favorite moment in NASCAR history? I mean, there's a lot of great ones to choose from. I'm sure there's some good Tony Stewart ones to choose from for you. Uh, but what would you say is your favorite or most special moment in NASCAR history to you? Uh, Brad Keselowski versus Marcos Ambrose at Watkins Glen when there was oil on the track. That was probably one of the greatest finishes in NASCAR history. Absolutely. One of the best in the road course history for sure. And we got Watkins Glen next week. I'm sure that's going to be circulating all over the airwaves as we... Uh, oh, I'm sure it will be. It yeah. is like every time we run a road it course, is. I see it. Yeah. Not, I mean, NASCAR necessarily hasn't had a, just a ton of great finish on, on road courses prior, you know, to this past, you know, 15 years or so. So that one's one that always gets circulated around a lot, which is really cool to see. But I'm sure um, you're going to be loving, like, you know, the pre-race shows for Watkins Glen because that's all they're going to be showing is that, that finish. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, is there any one moment that you can pick out as, you know, a racing fan and I, and I have this for me it's a little bit more of a sad question but is there any moment as a fan you can remember like as a Brad Kozlowski fan Tony Stewart fan that you can just remember being like dejected that you can just remember like just having a, a racing moment just kind of like ruin your day or something I, I just want to know I kind of want to dig deep here and just find out because me as a fan I feel like I have those sometimes but as a driver I feel like it, it's kind of different yeah there there was moments growing up where you know, you would get mad watching your favorite, you know, athlete get taken out of something. I can't remember a, a specific moment that he didn't win or, you know, got taken out or something like that. I remember him slipping at Atlanta and also getting turned by Carl. Brad got turned by Carl at Gateway when he was leading, coming to the checkers. So those are two moments that I can remember. Yeah, there's a lot for me. I, I'm a Dale Jr. fan, but I, I was a Dale Jr. fan. I started being a NASCAR fan right about as he was ending that like four-year winless streak or whatever. So yeah. I got to see a, a good part of Dale's career, but uh, there were still a few, few uh, gut-wrenching moments in there for sure. Yeah. Um, I believe that's all the questions I have for you. So uh, if you wouldn't mind telling everybody, when uh, is your next race, or at least when do you think is your next race? And if you want to shout out any partners or sponsors, uh, go ahead and do that. Yeah, right now we're planning on running Darlington next. I'm working on some stuff to run Watkins Glen, possibly, and maybe even Daytona. But right now I'm scheduled to run Darlington, which is going to be fun. You know, I've been there a few times now, and this will be my third time there in the Xfinity car, which is pretty cool. It's It drives a lot different than the truck did there, but it's been a fun learning curve. But yeah, I want to I wanna shout out, you know, my team, CHK Racing. They've been awesome this year and believing in me. Also, Magnum Contracting, KMI Trucking, THP Rentals and Recycling. Um, Camping World has been a big supporter. Be Water and uh, Fluid on High Performance. KTSD, TCPA. They've been, you know, not only a big supporter of me, but of JD Motorsports as well. And that's probably about it. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show and 
and hope you and your family are all okay and, and everybody uh, everybody else around the Mooresville, Charlotte um, area, that whole North Carolina, Virginia uh, part of the United States really got hit hard by those storms. So I hope anybody watching or listening uh, from there um, is okay and um, wishing all of you all the best. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Dawson, and answering all these questions. Thank you. Um, to everybody who submitted a question for Dawson, uh, we really appreciate it. And we'll be looking uh, for more questions as we interview some more guys. But thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, we wish you the best of luck for the rest of this season. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you.